This podcast is brought to you by Peak at Sports, your full-service ski shop, featuring alpine, cross-country, snowboard, and snowbike rentals, as well as boot fitting, ski tunes, and ski repairs. Open every day from 8.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. 70 East, Little Avenue and Driggs. And by Three Rivers Ranch Outfitters, offering winter trip planning services and selling gear from Patagonia, Orvis, Hatch, Rio, Sims, and more, located just east of the corner of Ski Hill Road and Highway 33 in Driggs. You're listening to a Get Out the Podcast bonus brought to you by the Teton Valley News. I'm Scott Stunts. Today we're bringing you a short piece, not a full episode, though I don't think short is necessarily a bad thing, which is why I call today's show a bonus. We're working on some great full-length episodes coming up, including one with two Teton Valley filmmakers who are about to release a film about a first ascent in Myanmar, and an interview with Brendan Leonard of Semi-Rad about his new book, The New American Road Trip Mixtape. Today, we circle back to our first episode on risk. I talked to two great people, Josh Parker and Lynn Wolf. After the interview, Lynn told me about a great article that dealt with some of the same issues we talked about that was published in the Avalanche Review, which she is the editor of. It not only touched on risk, but on it not only touched on risk, but on what happens after something goes wrong. It was written by Zahan Bill Moria. He lives in Jackson and is a ski guide at Exum Mountain Guides, and through them also guides for Teton Gravity Research. So today's bonus is Zahan reading his article from the Avalanche Review titled On Graciousness. Here he is. Ready to go? Okay, here we go. I've gotten away with mistakes. I've made the wrong call and had good fortune save my hide. When Steve Romeo was killed on March 7, 2012, the ski world unleashed a barrage of media announcing the grim news. The story was everywhere for weeks, and it seemed that while everyone mourned the loss of a ski pioneer, the story of Steve's passing made sense. Here was an individual who pursued the dangerous passion of riding in the high and lonesome corners of America's steepest mountain range. After two decades of making the right call, one wrong call ended it all. However, in the midst of mourning, there were some who had harsher words about skiers failing to use their brains and assuming unacceptable levels of risk. This incident and the harsh words that followed hit close to home. Steve was a close friend, and it was hard to accept that he was gone. And perhaps because of my proximity to the situation, the criticism was especially angering. It's close to two years since the incident, and many other close calls and fatalities have rocked the ski world since then. I watched it unfold again this winter after a young man was killed in the Jackson Hole side country. The blogs and letters erupted with comments about his stupidity, his misguidance, self-righteous hate mail flowed freely. I wondered, is this really the message we want to send to his family as they arrive in the Tetons to make sense of the confusing death of their child? I don't think so. After each of these events, I observe how there are always voices that cycle back into the same barrage of criticism. And in the midst of that, I also notice a pattern in myself. The further away I am from the victims of the incident, the easier it feels to point fingers and lay blame. I come back to my earlier confession. I know that I've made plenty of mistakes, but I haven't always paid the price. I have gotten lucky. We all have. And knowing that, we have to ask ourselves how we would expect to be treated if our mistakes, even small ones, had big consequences. Ultimately, it's a question of what kind of a culture we as mountain professionals foster in the larger mountain culture. The more incidents I observe, the more I'm trying to come down on the side of being gracious. 
There's another reason for being gracious. There is no standard for acceptable risk tolerance. There's a lot of freedom in the mountains, and while that freedom is something we all share, we use it very differently. I have kids, and I'm a mountain guide, and though I like skiing big terrain, I tend to be conservative about how and when I do that. Many of my friends come to the mountains as athletes, young, hungry, and ready to charge, and I have a lot of respect for that too. On March 7th, Steve was totally engaged, I'm sure. But ultimately, his risk-reward lines intersected a different place on the graph. He tolerated a high level of risk. Personally, I don't think I could tolerate that level of risk. I would say at that level, maybe it's not worth it. However, I make peace with his decision to be there because I think to him it was worth it, not just on that day, but in his life. The reward was huge, so the risk was worth it. I write all this to make a suggestion. As a group of passionate skiers and riders and mountain people, let's recognize that these varying levels of risk tolerance are an integral part of the freedom of the mountains, and that risk tolerance is a deeply personal balance and choice. As leaders in our various mountain communities, let's commit to being gracious, recognizing that our personal level of risk tolerance isn't and shouldn't be normative for everyone. Let's continue to teach about decision making and the finer points of snow science. Let's recognize mistakes when they're made, but let's do so with respect for our fallen brothers and sisters. And when tragedy does strike, let's not use these lessons to destroy the families and friends of the victims. They have enough pain to wade through without the finger pointing. That's it. special thanks to Zahan Bilmoria for reading that for us and to Lynn Wolf for letting us use it. You can read the article by subscribing to the Avalanche Review published by the American Avalanche Association. The music today came from the Exist Strategy and was used under the Creative Commons license. You can check all of our episodes out at SoundCloud or on our website, tetonvalleynews.net. Thanks for listening. I'm Scott Stunts.